This is a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. We are about to launch into our final interview of the day with our segment, Creature of the Week, and we are joined live right now with Andy. And we are going to be discussing... Do you want to introduce it properly? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I think that a bit is a perfect way to introduce it. But um, yeah, for this week, uh, Creature of the Week, we're going to look at the Maui Dolphin. Maui Dolphin. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. I'm yeah, really excited about this one. They are small. They are tiny. They're Compared very to small. to what everyone knows dolphins to be, they're kind of like mm-hmm. bigger than a human almost. Yeah. I mean, you think of a dolphin as like this like massive cow almost horse a whale. thing, right? Yeah. That you could like ride around on if you're a mermaid or something. But like. how big a... Yeah, what's a comparative animal? Ah, uh, to a dolphin? To... to for no, a Maui dolphin. Or to a Maui dolphin. What's the equivalent? Yeah. What's the land um, equivalent? Oh, uh... I think the land equivalent may be... Hmm. I don't know. They're, they're 1.5 meters tall. So I was kind of thinking, like, they're kind of like the short Tall? kings. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> so the short kings of the, of the, um, of the animal world. But yeah, 1.5 meters uh, long, long, I guess. So I don't know, what would you, what would you compare that maybe to? Maybe like a calf, like a little, little, yeah. little baby. Or maybe yeah. like um, the miniature ponies, you know? Yeah. Those little tiny ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the ponies of the of the water would be. Yeah. And 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 so they we once thought they were one species, but then we realized that there are in fact two separate species of yes. these little dolphins. Yes. So so um, you might have also heard of the Hector dolphin. Yes. Right. So originally we just thought that the um, uh, the Maui dolphin, which is found in, in Northland, sort of on um, the west coast of the North Island was just called the Northland Hector Dolphin. Mm-hmm. But with some classifications in 2002, we actually discovered it was completely different, different subspecies to the Hector Dolphin. Oh. And so that's how it gained its name, um, the Maui Dolphin. The, how, uh, how do you decide that something's a different species? Um, well, a lot of it is happening more and more frequently, um, just because of the increased uh, technology around genetic um, stuff. So we can look at different animal genetics and, and see that they actually are from a different uh, species or subspecies. Right than previously thought. So so the Maui were probably just a population of Hector's dolphin that like lived long enough on their own and started developing their own characteristics. Yeah, potentially. Traits, right? I'm, I'm not sure, but that is a, a possibility. Yeah, it's right. that, I believe that's called allopatric speciation. Where, uh-huh. um, <laughs> that's the one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stays with you. But uh, basically, yeah, the way you've been separated from uh, a sub population of a species get separated and then over like a lot of time generations 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 they develop into their own subspecies yeah. awesome and maui being uh from tiakau maui yes yes which is the name for the north island north yeah. island, north island. Mm-hmm. what about the other today name for the dolphin? yeah the other one is the um the popoto which um roughly translates to to be short i found so it's short sort of, king. yeah just the, the, the perfect uh perfect name for it, i thought and where can we find them? Can we find them all around New Zealand coast? Yeah. Or are they mostly in the North Island? Unfortunately, yeah, just in the North Island. So I think it's um, I think it's Whanganui, and, and they're often found. But they're they're quite regularly found close to shore. Mm-hmm. So they're usually found like within a few kilometres of the shoreline. Um, they even come into as as close as twenty centimeters, twenty centimetres depth. Oh what? Wow. Up into the land, yeah. I just like to come and check it out because because they're very playful creatures. Mm-hmm. You'll f- you'll find them playing with seaweed or their own bubbles or they'll um, they'll play like chasing around each other and stuff so really inquisitive really cool animals but yeah north island and then in the south island the hector's dolphin we have hectors down here and are hectors all over the place as well are they in the north island they're more found like prominently in the south island okay because i well in that case i've met a maui i I, i've met i 
was surfing at uh, in north north of Auckland. Mm-hmm. One, it was actually it was the weirdest thing. It was my birthday, and the universe came and said happy birthday <laughs> in the form of this dolphin that started playing with us in the surf. It was, oh, amazing! It was like next level. Man. That's fantastic. Yeah, because they're very distinctive, right? With their they've got this like um, black and grey and white kind of white underbelly. And they have this very interesting fin that you can recognize them with, which most uh, dolphin fins are quite pointy, you know, mm. kind of similar to like a shark fin or something. But the Maui dolphin fin is often referred to as like a Mickey Mouse ear. <laughs> it's way more uh, like smooth and, and round. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Um, and, and what about maybe for the more less happy mm-hmm. part of the conversation? Wh- wh- they're endangered. Yes. Yes, How they bad. are. They are. How they're uh, quite. Quite white. Um, so the the classifier is nationally critical, um, and the current estimations is that there's about like 54 individuals oh over the age of one year old. Full stop. That yeah. So I, I read a statistic and it was like they're 95 percent sure it's somewhere between 50 and 65 or something, which is yeah. So pretty small, pretty small for sure. Yeah. Very very um, endangered. So we will we'll have to look out for them. Yeah. Absolutely. How how can we look out for them to kind of you know help them? Yeah. So, um, a lot of issues with uh, wildlife in the water, obviously, is the fishing industry. So things like you know um, uh, set net traps and things like set nets and whatnot that they get caught in. Um, but some things that you as an individual can do, if you're in the area and you see one, you can at, you can report it to Doc to say, oh, "I found this. Do- uh, I found this Maui dolphin. Um, I'd love to let you guys know where it is and whatnot." Or if you find a dead one that's washed up on the beach, they'd like to know that information as well. And a, a very much a smaller thing that you can do, but um, still important, is that you can put your uh, cat litter in the bin instead, hey. which is weird, right? A weird thing How for me to say. Relate? How does yeah? So exactly. So they found that um, there's this is this um, parasite called uh, Taxoplasmosis, which is produced sort of in in, in cat species. Yes. That is um, a terrible parasite for a lot of warm-blooded animals. And harmful to humans as well. Harmful to humans, yeah. yeah it can, you gotta be careful with your litter box. Yes, if, yeah. especially if you're like pregnant, it can have issues right. with, the, with the pregnancy. Um, and so they found that. Um, I, I was trying to read this. How that? How that? Does, is there a connection between cats <laughs> and, cat dolphins? How, and dolphins? I don't think the dolphins are hanging out with cats, yeah. but um, they found that if, if this uh, feces is put in the waterways, it can be washed into the ocean, and then the Hector's dolphin, oh, and, and the Maui dolphin. Can both um, get it and it can be fatal. Tougher. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, toxoplasmosis. That's one. Toxoplasmosis. Yeah. So it's a very, it's a, it's a, um, yeah, disease they face. And it was actually something I found in an article recently on stuff, um, which was um, a fishing company advocating dock to tackle feral cats more frequently mm-hmm. because of their um, issue with toxoplasmosis. Um, but the article also kind of looks at it well. Fishing industry is also having a lot of ill effects on the on the dolphins as well. So can't it, blame it, it sh- all on the cats. Is it shifting blame? Is it yeah. not? So we, it's a, again like a lot of these biodiversity issues. We have to look at it from so many angles, so many sides. So, and it blows my mind that there's only 50, 60 of mm. these. That's yeah. just that's so close to extinction. It's not even funny. It is. Yes. Yeah, it's um, um, it's quite dire, and 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 there's a lot of issues, obviously, with small populations. You know, you have um, if there's they'll uh, all be family, won't they? They'll yeah, there's there's things like inbreeding depression, where if there's um, if there's inbreeding occurring, then then you get um, ill effects. Uh, I think it's I think it's called uh, stochastic issues, which is basically 
just random offense like say if a storm comes in and separates a mother from its calf yeah. then that is a much dire effect on a small population than it is on a large population per se right. so there's lots of issues that can happen with, with these guys so yeah and with that whole like separation thing that just reminded me how do they communicate yes dolphins? you know if one of them does get strayed from like mm-hmm. its mum or something like how how do they communicate with each other they have this amazing thing which is quite often seen in dolphins and probably you know it most commonly well, our re- our listeners um, as bats which is echolocation mm. so they have this amazing thing where um, I'm sure you know but just so that you know again it's, it's where they have this high frequency click that they send out it reverberates on all the objects around them and it comes back and they can get this sort of idea of their environment so they use that for communicating with each other they use that for hunting for knowing where debris and obstacles like boats are it's, it's oh, awesome that's amazing I, and I did you know humans even have the capacity to do that? No. I've seen videos of really? people. Yeah, yeah, some uh, some some blind people. Because um, you know when you lose one sense, you kind of make up for it in, in gaining the, the another. The other can develop a bit. Mm. Some, some, some blind people can actually develop the, the sixth sense of echolocation wow. by just go, going, they just going like clicking. that and kind of uh, waiting for the response of all the... You know, the reverberation from the walls wow. and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Incredible. It's not just dolphins and bats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. But, um, so their clicks, their clicks are re- real, real high frequency. Yes. Like, we can't hear them. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to hear them, no. So uh, the dolphin clicks are somewhere around the um, like 125k hertz, whereas human ears only get to about 20k. Right. right? So yeah, nowhere near. You can go onto the doc website if you search up Maui Dolphins. They have a recording that's very slowed down, and you can have sort of a sense of what it sounds like. Yeah. And dolphins are incredibly intelligent animals. Mm, they yeah. Could, they could be speaking some kind of cryptic. <laughs> they could be planning a revolt. Just yeah. Fifty of them. Yeah. They could. <laughs> they could stage take over a small town. Yeah. Have you have you seen uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Where uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good, thanks for all the fish. Exactly. <laughs> we're, so long. We're and out of here. Fish. So long and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. No, yeah. very very intelligent creatures, and I think that's just uh, just makes them so much more cool. around them, and you see them. You they will often play with the boats and whatnot, and it's it's fantastic to see. You know? Yeah. But you know, I, I guess also to that, if there's lots of boats crowding a, a pod of dolphins, then wait your turn. A dolphin a boat will hopefully leave, and then you can come in. They recommend like three boats per. Uh, part of dolphin if you're, if you're looking at them. Right. But they and, are very playful. So. And not getting too close. Not getting too close. If yeah. they want to come up to you, they'll come up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're very inquisitive. And, yeah. and, and there's reports of them using their echolocation to know that we as humans are uh, air breathing because they can sense like a hollowness in our, where our lungs are. Whoa. So then they make them very inquisitive. Like, oh, what's this thing in the water? And they might come over and, and say hi to you, which is really cool. Oh, man. Yeah. That's incredible. And so they don't feel the same kind of... Uh, they're not as amicable with things that don't breathe air? Well, I mean, there might be food. You know, it might be, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it might yeah. be something else. If it's small, obviously. But I think it's just because it's so unique and they're inquisitive and they yeah. want to know what's going on. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Well, uh, you've heard about these beautiful little animals. Um, you've heard the fact that there's only 50, 60 of them left. Um, and if that doesn't wake you into some kind of... Uh, uh, deep worry then uh, I don't know what will um, as Andrew said you can uh, there are various things you can do you can watch where you put your cat litter um, you can you can you can lobby the fishing industry to change its behavior yeah um, absolutely. so as bycatch a, a common problem is uh, with with set nets, with set nets yes yeah. yeah there's um, 
no reports of Maui dolphin being caught in trawl nets, but that seems to be just a fact that there's so little of them that we haven't found because they have found Hector's dolphin in trawl nets. Right. So it's very possible okay. that, 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 that that's happening as well. Well, that's the Maui's dolphin for you. Thank you so much for thank joining you. us again. Oh, thank you guys once this, again. This is one of my favorite things to do every week. I <laughs> absolutely love being that's on here and talking all, about animals. It's amazing. It's We're all learning so, so many things. much fun. Mm. And for once, it wasn't a bird. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I thought about that. I was like, what can we do this week? So, yeah. We'll have That's a bird right. next week, maybe. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Let's get back on the bird buzz. Thanks for listening to Radio 1 91 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.